of Let Me Tell You Something during our year-long Meltzer five-star project, where myself, Lorca Mullen, and my co-host, Simon Cross, have watched every match that we can find that Dave Meltzer has rated five stars or higher. And in recent years, all you've needed is a New Japan World subscription for the most part, and it's another New Japan match we're covering today. Simon, what is this match? The second of its type, that we'll, the second of its variation that we will be covering today. Uh, we're looking at a Kazuchika Okada versus Sonata match. It was good. Yeah. It was better than the last one. Yeah. So if people want to get in touch with you, Simon, how can they do so? Uh, they can get in touch with me on Twitter, where I'm signing the Simon Cross free. Uh, free for the number of seconds we took to review this. And second time you use that joke. My name's Lorcan Mullen. That's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for alacrity. N for no nonsense. That's my in- Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd. Uh, Twitter handles, if you put an at gmail.com at the end of Lord Come on, that's my email address. Get in touch with the show, lmtyspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can get in touch with the show via Twitter on lmtyspod. Simon, what's the next match we'll be covering? Uh, the next match we're covering is... This will be longer than the um, actual review at this rate, because my Excel spreadsheet is in another tab. Do you want me to do it? I would love you to do it, yes. It's a Los Ingobernables de Apon collision. We've had a chaos match, and now we've got another one where the top junior of the group, Shingo Takagi, tries to usurp his leader and heavyweight mainstay, Tetsuya Naito. It's a match oh. with a lot of history behind it. But there's nothing left to say at this point, except that my name's Lorcan Mullen. And my name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us tell you something. Have a five-star time. Until the next time. Pressed in paper and lined in gold A many splendid love, a thousand foreign oasis Bound for embers, warm December's along Oh, I was eager to fill your cup before we broke our necks from looking up Before we were just Constellations Cold and faded I So yeah, we're doing that joke again, uh, <laughs> but we, we again. I don't. I don't. I don't. I like. I like keeping it concise. These ones, uh, weirdly, even though this is as long as a match can basically be in the G One climax without it being a time limit draw. Uh, this was a step up in in um, 
action, excitement. Um, I still don't think... I mean, I'm going to straight out say I'm not giving it five stars, but I still think it's a very good match. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much in the same camp there. Do you there. think Sonata's just a step down as a performer compared to <sighs> the guys we're usually seeing? He's no Okada, he's no Tanahashi, he's not an Ibushi, Omega. Yeah, I, I, I think that's broadly right. Um, what do you think that is? I don't know. Well, I can't put it, I can't put it to just one specific thing, but I don't get <coughs> Sonata in the same way I get Naito, I get Tanahashi, I get Omega, I get Okada. I just don't get what I'm meant to I like think, about him. I think Sonata's meant to be too cool for school, basically. He doesn't really come across like that. I mean, I, he I admit... Like to, he doesn't talk that much. He doesn't express himself that much. He's not... Uh, he just doesn't... He's, he's the... Like I said, the, the funny thing about Los Ingobernables Day Upon is they're kind of the school outcasts in their different ways. Yeah. Naito's the rebel... Uh, Evil's the weird goth kid. <laughs> Takahashi's the eccentric. Um, Bushi's, I guess, sort of. Um, Bushi and Takagi are slightly less easy to pin, pin, pigeonhole. And Sonada's the James Dean, ridiculously handsome guy, but doesn't want to get. Good luck yeah, guy. but doesn't buy into any of it either. You know, he's the guy that's the. He's the guy that's the. The electric guitar player in the band who doesn't speak, but every bloke wants to be more than he's Slash. Yeah, you know he's um he's Keith Richards. He's GI Bro in that weird group in WCW. Oh, the silence is deafening here. So Sonata actually uh, is going son of a bitch on a. On a... <laughs> On a bad run, really. He's that's the whole thing of his character is that he kind of is slightly underperforming against his potential, maybe. And that Okada keeps trying to will him up to be a great rival because, like we're saying, like Okada's lacking contemporaries. The yeah, and... he has to a contemporary is Naito, but Naito doesn't really count. And. It's weird because he, he is doing that, but he's also treating him with a lot, a lot of this standard level of disdain. Yeah, again, like with the Osprey match, he's controlling large portions of the first half, but then the other guy gets it, gets back in as time goes on. And surprises Okada, and Okada has to like apply himself more. Mm. Um, it's weird. I, that it just seems like New Japan are just trying to make us like Sonada, and I, I just don't get it. I like Sonada. I don't, I, and, and I, I want to see more variations in the main event. And one of the predictions I was thinking of making, I haven't decided yet, would be for Sonata to, at the very least, reach the final of the G1 climax this year, very uh, twenty in twenty twenty, very possibly. Um, it's still not sure which of the two between him and Evil they see more behind. You'd think because Evil was the one that was a young lion, whereas Sonata failed to get into the dojo. Uh, and instead uh, went to All Japan and trained under Kijimuto, and they play that up that he wants to win with the Moon Salt in tribute to his in tribute to Kijimuto. Yeah, uh, it does hit a really good. Like, there's nothing wrong with what Sonata does in the ring. By the way, like, I I don't I I, I don't want to become like a really like neck like Debbie Downer on him. Mm. It's just the aura isn't there. You know what it is? Here's the thing: the whole thing about Naito is he makes it out like he doesn't care. But he does care. Yeah. Sonata maybe actually doesn't care. <laughs> like, Quite possibly. Like he literally is 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 what Naito's pretending to be. He he just seems a bit create a wrestler. 
like just man and we kind of had like man but man like you know uh, in terms of shibata but he made that work for him and he he lent into it whereas he is sonada is just a man maybe what you need to do with something like that with sonada is actually have him be like give him like a killer instinct like he's a a deadly assassin or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, he's got, he he's doesn't, got the... he doesn't, he's too cool. So he doesn't care for his opponent either. Yeah. And will do really brutal, ruthless things to them. He's like... got the finisher for it. Mm. Skull end is a great finisher. I'm still not a fan personally. Uh, well, I hate the paradise lock. So we're, we're both. I don't uh... like the paradise. I think it works as a funny spot in a mid card match, but I don't think, it He's got a drop. In a G1 it. climax match with Okada, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, Okada goes along with it because, you know, you have to. But... Well, it's like everyone, you know, everyone lay down, lies down for the people's elbow or the worm, you know. Yeah. It's just something. Or the do. caterpillar. Mm. To give it the latest variant of that. But it is that. So the whole story of it is basically Okada's trying to create something and then finally. He, he seems to have done it with, with the end of the match. And when Sonada is in control and Okada is the one who's desperately trying to hang on. And I think that the, that's probably my favorite thing of the match is how much they milk the time limit draw potential. Yeah. Because it is that whole thing of Sonada can't get the win over Okada. So maybe the time limit draw is the next step along that way. And so then there's intrigue built into will he be able to do it the next time? Because, well, they were saying like the last IWGP heavyweight championship match they had between the New Japan Cup and this match... Uh, went 38 minutes. I think. So the play, they, yeah, they, that's the, you're right. They use that as like a, a way to lean into the fact of, oh, might be a draw here. Mm. Um, but yeah, they they they, they go for so the final five minutes or so is really good stuff. Really good, like really really good. Like this match, um, I slept on this match. Uh, in terms of like the first 90 percent of it, but the last 10 percent is was really like gripping. Mm. Um, and maybe there is something there and like, I'm not anywhere nearly as talented as the new Japan booking committee. They see something. Well, I and... don't know how much they see it because they still haven't given him that, that. This is basically the only big win. He gets a couple of big wins in the G1 climax, but he never finishes. Like, I think he loses to Lance Archer on the last night of this run or something. So he still ends up like, you know, he lost to Evil, so that suggests that in the pecking order he's still seen as number three within Los Ingobernables. And maybe now that Shingo's moving up to the heavyweight division, maybe he'll be number four. Or maybe they'll break up Los Ingobernables altogether. There's been talk of him and Ibushi in storylines have started to become kind of connected to each other. Okay. I can only imagine the fan drawings that they're making. (laughs) What's the phrase for that? Oh, what's it called? Fan fiction? No, 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 no. There's a specific Japanese thing because it's like the whole Tweak and Craig thing. In oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, this is going to bother me. Whilst Lorcan uses his Google Foo. Um, yeah, like with Sonada, I, I think New Japan as on a whole and... I don't want to go too deep into this because we are we have like a lot of reviews coming. Yowie up. is what it's called. Ah, okay. I think New Japan on the whole is in a very transitional state, and maybe they're they're tr- floating a few guys out and seeing who catches, and maybe that's what this is. 
Um, but the fact it is him that beats Okada's like G1 streak, surely, I mean, I know it's his only big win so far, but it surely has to mean something. Maybe they're like just sowing the seeds for Okada Sonata down the road again. Well, the, I mean, they had another match after this, like, for, because obviously that's the tradition. Whoever the IWGP heavyweight champion loses to in the G1 climax, unless it's a stable mate, is probably someone that they're going to defend the title against in between the G1 and Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And that was what happened. He did face off against, um, some, um, he did defend the title against Sonata quite recently and successfully beat him. So that makes a record of, I think it's Okada's either on 7-1 or 8-1 now at this stage. Because I think it was either 6-0 or 7-0 going into this match. Ah, okay. So, like I said, they're looking for new, because obviously Okada doesn't have, it was defined by Omega, Naito, and Tanahashi in the last few years. And... Naito is probably going to have to start to wind down. I think maybe this Wrestle Kingdom will be his last hurrah in the main event scene. Tanahashi mm. is obviously not going to be able to keep going. Omega's not there anymore. So they are looking at the Ospreys, the Sonadas, um, maybe the uh, Ibushis, and obviously the uh, Jay Whites to be who the, they build the heavyweight division around going forward. I guess the problem is, if you wait so long, then they can kind of continue to be associated with that scene. Like, yeah. Sonata made his debut when he attacked uh, Okada, and that led to Naito beating Okada for the title. And I think that was in 2014 or 15, I want to say. Okay. Um, so he's been around for like three years, just sort of in that mid-card area. Um, him and Evil have won the... IWGB tag titles a few times, but they've also lost them a few times as well. So, you know, you've got to... It's hitting the right time, and, like, after a while, you just... The, the iron's gone cold. Yeah. There might be, you know, and the, who knows which of the young lions that are currently either on their excursions or on the outside of the ring. Shooter! Shooter, we don't know yet. We'll find out soon enough. Um... I think a lot of people have a lot of hope around Ren Narita when he gets... Uh, um, I think he's just gone to the LA Dojo now. And there's ah, okay. a few American Dojo wrestlers that they're big on. I think they really like Carl Fredericks, who won the recent uh, Young Lions Cup. And it's a weird thing, like, Sonata, you know... I, I, I don't know how you look at that lad and not... And, and obviously he shows the athletic ability that he has. And you say he's not going to be in our dojo. Yeah, especially since, like I said, around that era, the only people that were graduating from that dojo were Okada, who actually went elsewhere because they wouldn't let him in when he was leaving like middle school. I think they said in the commentary. So he started training at sixteen with uh, Ultimo Dragon. Oh yeah, in Torimon, um, um, Yoshihashi and uh, Mitsuhide Hirasawa, who was best known as Captain New Japan. You know, not so great. What the hell were they were looking for when they didn't and they didn't see in Sonata? That's all I wonder. <sighs> well, without wanting to, as I say, be too harsh. I mean, I can kind of maybe it's just the lack of aura. I, I... You can't be that handsome and not have some aura around you. He does have a <sighs> he has a rock star look. Like I don't know if you watch his post match in uh, promo, but he's got the crowd all lighting up their camera phones. He's a rock yeah. god. But I think they've got to hit now. Like this year, twenty next year, twenty twenty needs to be a breakout year for Sonata. He either needs to win the IWGP Intercontinental Title or go really far in the G One Climax. 
Or maybe win the New Japan Cup. Not the G1, but the New Japan Cup seems like the perfect thing to him. But then he's got to maybe win the title, whichever title he decides to challenge for with the New Japan Cup. He can't just lose then. But anyway, um, I do like how he constantly keeps going back to the skull end. The reversal sequences are really cool. Again, like in all these New Japan matches. Uh, and Okada trying to use the Rainmaker as a defensive weapon with the short ones. and it, But then Sonada's able to turn his final Ripcord Rainmaker into he, he lariats Okada for Okada can lariat him. Yeah, oh, so that's brilliant. Really cool. And the crowd are like, oh my god. And like you said, like, the final five minutes are really all built around the skull end. And, you know, he thinks he's got him finished and goes up for the moonsault. And Okada gets the knees up. It's the great bit just, of how he's still there. I think like, the whole thing about Okada is just his instinct is to win. He has a winner's yeah. instinct more than anyone else. And even when he's unconscious, he's like almost unconscious. He knows, oh, if I put my knees up, I might win this match. Mm. <laughs> you know? He's got that DNA just... But yeah, I, I can't quite go five stars on this either, but I really enjoyed it a lot. The previous match, I don't know if I'd go up to four. This match, I know mm. I'd definitely go up to four. And and, and some, it's somewhere between four and five, whereas the previous one felt like it was between three and four. So yeah. you can see a lot more why Meltzer would go five stars with this. But I think it's also, we're, we're in that time now of like with the All Japan matches where occasionally he's giving some of these... Random six man tags five stars and you're like Yeah or the or the second Masawa Kabashi uh, Masawa Kawada match and you're just like it's not uh, there. It's not it's not the In one. our eyes anyway, Meltzer's eyes. Yeah. Meltzer's absolutely more than more than entitled. I'm sure he could very much bet, better explain why he gave it five stars than we can explain why we didn't. True. But um, but yeah. I really like the finish, milking the time limit draw, he wins it with twelve seconds to spare. They paced that really yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, and and the final reversal of the Rainmaker into the pop-up cutter. That was awesome, too. I mean, as I say, he is decent, but, you know. No, he's more than decent. I, I, look, I'm, I would love, love to get it, but I just don't. We've all done all our outros, so we're done. Bye. Bye.